Good morning, guys. Morning. Sunday night for us, Monday morning for you guys. It's raining outside here on um, in Stockton, California. Uh, didn't want to wake up the fish, so I apologize for their light not being on. But they've had a rough day today because I forgot to feed them before going to church. They're fasting? They're fasting unto the Lord. Fasting fishes. Nothing wrong with it, guys. There is no animal abuse going on. Actually, it's uh, it's preferred that sometimes you skip a day when you have an aquarium. Uh, it's actually healthy for them. So every Sunday you should make them fast. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, you don't do the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 anymore? It already does it on the video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so uh had a great service today, and um, uh, I, I thought it was a beautiful presence in the during the worship and the altar call you know and um it was just really nice you know to uh to just see everybody it's always nice to see everybody guys always nice and even those of you that are watching online i don't know who's on there yet but once it posts it'll post about midnight tonight then i get to go back and read the comments and i do read the comments actually i really enjoy them uh I always check, uh, and I was like, oh, the live chat's on. Because mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, guys, every time we go live, um, it doesn't post it right away. It takes it takes like 12 hours, and then it'll post. Mm -hmm. Kind of weird. But that is weird. It never did that before. Mm -mm. It wasn't until when COVID happened, and then they started like, yeah. I don't know. It would take long for any live to upload. Not sure why that happens. I know it doesn't happen to everybody, though. Yeah. I don't, for some reason, you know, I know a lot of the people um, that they go live and then I see it on their channel like in an hour later. I really, really want to just thank um, your daughter, Leanna, for mm -hmm. stepping up, you know, being ready in and out of season. Yeah, she did the altar call. It was her first time. Yeah, doing it by herself. I praise God for her. I just, guys, you know, I think for... Um, the last few months it's it's really it's just really odd um you know how when you get those charlie horses you get cramps you know from behind your your leg you know you can be sleeping and you get these charlie horses or cramps or anything um and it's weird because when we started going to tahoe um i don't know if i started using my my glands a lot my vocal cords or what had happened because I was singing I was practicing a lot I was singing Sundays and Wednesdays and then I was singing double time on Wednesday on Sundays and just I guess maybe a lot of the practicing and just overdoing it probably throughout that time yeah um I would start getting spasms guys a lot of cramps on my glands and my throat and um it would lock up and I would not be able to, to sing that like my vocal, it would just really tighten up and it would hurt so badly. So imagine getting that Charlie horse on your neck and, um, and it just started to happen continuously and, and it's painful guys. Charlie horse is a weird name. I know it is. I, I actually I wonder where that came from. <laughs> I said, I'm going to look it up on Google after this video right now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, but, um, that's what, ha that's, it, it's already happened maybe like three, four times, um, up there where I just, 
it's like it, I get, it gets stuck. And um, I've had to, you know, I've had to say like, you know, I really, really just, uh, it, it's painful, guys. So just looking at Leanna and turning back and be like, hey, I need you to, to go up there and, um, and do altar call on your own. And she just like, I'll do it. Um, I praise God for that. And there's been times where I've just had to step down and just give the microphone to Rihanna or somebody and they just step yeah. up. Yeah. But, um, guys, we're just, you know, the worship team is preparing themselves for, um, for a lot, you know, um, there's a lot of scheduling. Um, we just had a meeting actually last week and um, there's going to be a whole new schedule put together. We're getting together to do new things, uh, come January. So I'm, I'm excited about what the worship team's going to be doing, but I really, really do pray for, um, a worship band, you know, I, I really do. Yeah. When we, um, expanded the stage, we, um, had in storage, the drum set, and the keyboard and uh because and we expanded the stage on purpose because we've been praying for musicians and how are we going to pray for musicians don't have no room for them yeah so a few months ago that's why you were like hey tomas can you uh help us do this and yeah. abraham helped a lot too both of them and uh, and expanded that stage so that's why you see the keyboard there in the drum set that way you know, we're we're putting that out there expecting, Amen. you know, and um, so we're just waiting on that. We're hoping great things for 2023 that's coming really soon, you know, and um, and that's one of the things, you yeah. know, yeah. that would be awesome because we have we have some great singers, great worship singers, you know, and um, but obviously um, we need musicians, you know, I thank God at the fact that we have the tracks we use now. Um, we actually, I don't know if you guys know it or not, but the church pays for those tracks, you know, and, and those are original tracks from the original bands and we're able to um, have complete control over all the, all the instruments. Yeah, we have a really good um, system called Multitracks, mm -hmm. you know, and we use playback with it, um, which is really amazing. Yeah, a lot of churches yeah. uh, use that. Even, even big churches, like we realize uh, the Grace Church in Houston, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they use, use it for the click track and all mm -hmm. that. So it's it's a pretty nice thing, especially for small churches that don't have musicians. That way you get to still have that nice, beautiful, full sound. Yeah. You know, but um, other than that, I got a scare today. Yes, we did. You know, um, so I did get a text. I didn't tell you, but I did get a text during worship. And I did get a phone call. My phone started ringing. The only reason I knew because I turned my ringer off. For service obviously it's my busiest day but I had my my smartwatch and it started vibrating you know and um what happened it got pulled I guess oh and um it was Cholo Trucker's phone and I was like I thought that's weird out of anybody he knows I'm having service yeah like it yeah. was like at 10 10 yeah so I and I got a phone call from so, the valley too. So I didn't um, answer it, but I text back, and um, it was his wife. But there's nothing I could do. All I said was, "I'm in the middle of service," you know, and um, and that was it. And then I did get kind of worried, you know. But obviously, I, I had to preach. You know, I had to preach, but I was a little concerned. And then you got a text. 
I got a phone call um, mm. that I was literally about to go up. I seen a, a number and I was about to go up, but then the moment I came down, um, she messaged me, and I, and when she messaged me, his wife. She, yes, I I knew immediately. Um, is everything okay? And then I said, Are you guys okay? Yeah. I, I those were the first few words that I said, and um, and that's when she said you know, what she told me. Well, he and already I, talked about it on his channel. Well, I yeah. I know you can. She yeah. just said that he was um, hit by a car. Yeah. Um, cycling. While, while he was while he was cycling, he mm -hmm. was hit by a car, and it was a hit and run. And I made a beeline to the office um, immediately. Mm. You know, I, I actually kind of ran to the office, and I called her immediately. Um, you had just literally, you were up there not even 10 minutes in, yeah. and I made a beeline to the office, and I, yeah. I just needed to make sure yeah. um, so, it was okay. So let me say the end result before I talk about before results so you're not freaking out. He's okay. Yeah. He's fine. Nothing broken. Yeah, just but, banged up. But let's back up. So I get the call. I can't answer. I go and preach. I see movement. I see you go to the office. I see you come back. You're talking, whispering to this person, that person. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, you know? I get my son. Yeah, I get you my know, son. You know, she's talking to all kinds of people. You know, it, it, I, and then so I started ignoring it because there's just a lot of movement. Not all kinds of people. I just talked to two people. Well, that's a lot. My son. That's a lot when you're preaching. So <laughs> it starts throwing me off, guys. So I ignore it and I just look a different direction. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't even relate the two. But then after at the altar call, if you notice, at the end, Sharon comes up and whispers something to me. And then you see me sit down. Because she said, Cholo Trucker got hit on his bike and it's a hit and run. Didn't say he's alive, No, he's you dead. said, is he okay? And you didn't know. And I said, no, I said, yes, he, he's, he's okay. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes. There's music playing full blast, guys. And um, I didn't know if he was dead or not. For, I'm just like, first I thought I lost him to a shark when he swam from Alcatraz. <laughs> and then she tells me this, and I'm just like, man, I'm the one that told him to cycle. You know what I mean? That's the first thing yeah. I thought. You, you just asked me, is he okay? And I said, he's okay. Well, he's banged I, up. Well, maybe I was in shock. So <laughs> I was freaking out, man, because that's my home. I just couldn't say it any louder because you had the microphone yeah. right there. So I'm so, like, all right, I don't want to be too loud. So I kind of freaked <laughs> out, guys. You see me sit down on the chair there. Um, and then I think you guys are singing because I didn't know what was happening. Actually, I think I did hear you say it, but I don't know yeah. what that means. I don't know if that means his brain is swelling. I'm already thinking the worst. I'm just like, his brain's swelling. He, he's on his last, you know, I he's okay. breath he's at home, I or said. something, and, and this and that. And um, His mind just went, you know, I just said he's okay, and I said he's he's at home. So, yeah. either way, guys, um, McCart, he was, if you go to his channel, he was basically riding a bike through a monsoon. <laughs> oh my god. It, he put a video up. He had a GoPro on. Oh, what's up, familia? As you guys can see, it's raining, homes. It's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> and uh, this is the first time I cycle in the rain. Uh, it's not fun. 
I am not having a good time. <laughs> but you know what, homie? You gotta get out here and do it. Because when the day comes, rain or shine, baby, we're gonna be handling our business. So, we're doing our thing. Woo! Oh, yeah. So, let's go, man. Let's end our business. Let's go. Ah, familia, the rain has really picked up, man. Woo! It's nice. It's cold. Woo! Vamonos! Woo! Man, this turned into like a little river. Look at this. There's three. Woo-hoo-hoo! You got like a little river coming in. Woo! That's all. Yeah. familia. Damn, it's coming down. And it was pouring, and he's going through puddles going, Woo! <laughs> I don't know if he did that, but... <laughs> Anyways, man, I'm smiling because... I called him, I heard his voice, I immediately called him, you know, and I uh, heard his voice and he sounded normal, you know, so I knew he was okay, you know what I mean, and uh, that's, that's, that's a, you know, that, that it's a scary thought, man, because when you go cycle, when I go cycling, it's in the street for the most part, I'm like 70% on the street and only 30% on the bike trail, you know, and um, that's, that's something that, that's why you gotta like, you know, you got to have really bright blinking lights on you, uh, especially in the rain, you know. And um, But yeah, anyways, really, really glad that he's alive and well. Yes, absolutely. Um, he's probably going to be feeling it today, you know, for you, for those of you that are watching this Monday. But yeah. when, you, when you experience a, a fall, even whether it be hit by a car when you experience a fall or anything and your helmet breaks his helmet broke when your helmet breaks guys um the impact has to be so hard to break a helmet if if if, if your helmet breaks and the impact was hard yeah. I, I know that for a fact because i've i've had my helmet break and you know that's how hard the impact was. And I know that because I've, I've had that happen before. And, you know, it's a scary, it's a scary feeling when, um, when your helmet breaks because the impact is, is boom. It like your head hits hard, you know? Um, it almost feels like your head is thrown like a rag doll. It really does. Because I remember mm. when I had hit that concrete so oh, yeah. hard, like my head went, on our honeymoon. On our yes, on our honeymoon, I remember that I hit the concrete so hard, my head was just like a rag doll. Boom, boom, and that was it. My helmet hit so hard, and you know, and I can imagine him. Yeah. You know. Well, he flew onto the hood of the car. And, and then got thrown. Yeah, and then the guy takes off. That is just crazy. Yeah, and um, 
ridiculous. Man. You know that that's that's really messed up, man. Yeah, it is. You know, this is this is a, a this I is I a, hope I I pray that there's justice and they find this person. Yeah, this is this a this is ridiculous. This is a husband, a father, a friend. Yeah. You know, good guy, man. You know what I mean? And, and they could have ended right there, bam. Yeah. You know, that's why when you ride around and you'll see like a white bike painted all white, it's because somebody got hit, you know, uh, and got killed. You know what I mean? And um, and that's why, I mean, all you can do is be safe, be as safe as possible. And I remember what, what the motorcycle um, mechanic told me, and, and, and I use it for cycling. He said, the best way to be safe on a motorcycle is assume that nobody sees you. Yeah. Always. And and I use it, and even more on a bike, because on a motorcycle you can hear it. On a bike, there's no sound. Yeah, you know. And uh, I always, always assume that nobody sees me. Yeah, you know. And that's still that, that something could still happen. But I think that that um, that helps me. I'm sorry that you didn't hear that, but yeah, I did tell you. I yeah. did tell you that he's okay, and I think your mind probably just went. Blank at yeah, that moment. Watch the because, video, guys. Yeah. You can see her whisper to me. I think I finished my prayer. You can probably even hear me if you and, if you listen good on the and then, and then microphone. I, and then I just sat down. Yeah. Right there on the stage, there was a chair, and um, I just said I, I sat down to pray for Cholo Trucker specifically, and I was just praying, brother. I know you're watching it. And I was just praying for you, man. Yeah. Because I didn't know how bad. I think I do remember now. Actually, I do remember you saying he was okay, but. Okay could still mean broken bones or, or something or something. And I'm like, Lord, in the name of Jesus, whatever is whatever is bruised, broken, whatever, let it be mended in the name of Jesus right now. I was just praying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which which we should do immediately, you know, yeah. in any in any given yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So um but other than that, guys, um, it's been raining like crazy for the past two days. On and off, on and off. But man, when it rains it, it, it's been pouring, you know, um, the service in Lake Tahoe was canceled tonight. Uh, everybody was snowed in, like people could not get out yeah. of their driveways. Um, my understanding is between two to four feet, depending where you were at. That's a lot of snow. Um, they, you couldn't get anywhere and everyone's electricity was off in Tahoe. Yeah, that's crazy. So how can you have service? There's no, there's no electricity. There's no nothing, you know what I mean? And uh, so, um, but, you know, they've talked about that with us, you know, before. They're like, hey, things really shut down here in the winter, you know? Yeah, and some, there's going to be days where they're not going to be able to do yeah, anything yeah. in stream. And they've yeah. always told us about that. We've never really gone to Tahoe in the middle of winter. Like, we would go a few months after where there's still snow everywhere, mm -hmm. but the streets are cleaned out. But yeah. We didn't, I don't think I realized just how truly bad it, it could be when it, when it snows like that, you know. Yeah. And I don't think they're done. I think it just, I think it's still going to snow tonight over there. Yeah. So keep them in your prayer, you know, the, the brothers and sisters over there, Alex, Veronica, you know. But anyways. Um, I'd like to also send my, um, our condolences to... Uh, Sister Lisa. Yes. Our, our sister Lisa Carrillo. I saw, I saw you hugging her. Yeah. I, um, I just couldn't let her go. You know, um, she just, you know, she she laid her, her, her mom passed away, um, I'm going to say about a month, a month and a half ago. 
almost mm. two months ago, and um, and her dad passed away, not even a month after. Yeah, from a broken heart. So not only did she have to um, just lay her mother to to rest, but her father as well, and wow. both of her parents, you know, one after the other, and um, she ended up doing a double funeral. You know, a double, I saw the picture yesterday. Yeah, a double funeral of the, of the two caskets. I'm like, wow. You know, and um, that is one of the hardest things to have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know, I just, I was trying to get to her and trying to get to her, and I kept getting stopped. And I just, you know, I finally, before I seen her leave, I just, I just grabbed onto her, and I just, you know, I had. Yeah, to... I saw because I, I um, right after service. I saw her on the chair, and I was going to go talk to her, but I saw two other sisters go talk to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'll get to her in a minute. And you know how it is in service, yeah. you know. And, and then at the end, I was sort of standing by the door, and I saw her walking out, and then I saw you come right behind her and hug her. And then somebody started talking to me, and before I realized, she was already gone. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, um, condolences I, for sure. Yeah. I wanna I wanna say this in in regards to 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 our families and our and our loved ones and um, and everything. You know, I know a lot of the times. Um, you know, um, our families sometimes think that. You know, that yes, we we're a, we we always say you know we're a family, and um, and everything and. And I think it's it's important that you have to you have to know that when we're a family, we want you to know that that we're there for one another, and we want you to also feel that and know that, um, know that we're there for one another and we're there for you, and please please know that um, that we love you. You know, and that we are never, ever too busy, you know, um, because sometimes I I hear that, you know, um, well, I know that you guys are busy, but never too busy. Never, never too busy. You know, our families, our families um, are important to us. And you know, we will drop whatever it is that we're doing when it comes to emergencies, when it comes Mm. to, you know, when it comes to when there's an emergency, when something happens or anything, we will drop what we're, whatever it is that we're doing to be there for our families. You know, um, please know that. And um, if there's ever something that, that, you know, you need and, you know, we'll always be honest. If, if we can do it, then we'll do it. And if we can't, then we'll tell you, listen, we can't. But, it, you know, and if somebody can, then somebody can. And if there's a possibility of making it happen, then there's a possibility of making it happen. And if we can't, then we'll be honest and tell you that we can't make it happen. That's how, that's how simple it is, you know. Um, but just know that we're here, we're a family, we're, we're here to do this together. We're always going to be here to do this together. We're, we're in this thing called life. It takes a village, you know, to, 
to raise each other's children, to, you know, to just do life together. We're in this together, guys, you know. We're not lone rangers. We're here to do this together. So just know that. Um, and yeah. I just wanted, well, I wanted to share that because um, we never want to see our, our loved ones and our families doing anything alone. Just know that we're, we're family for a reason. Amen. You know, coming into this new year, every single time a new year is going to start, I always ask the Lord, what's, what do you, what, what vision, what message, what goal do you have for us as a church? And, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, last year, the Lord had said, this is a year of growth. And initially I thought, growth, like a mega church, like a big child, I want that, you know, and the Lord's like, no, growth in other ways. There's growth in our personal walk. There's growth in, um, in leadership. There's growth in believers. And there's, growth goes so many different ways. And, and I can honestly say in this year I have seen growth. I've seen growth in ourselves. I've seen growth in myself. I've seen growth... In, in individuals, I've seen, I mean, we expanded to Tahoe. That came out of nowhere, you know. I mean, just so many different areas, you know. Um, and it was, a, it was a good thing. But what is, what is 2023 look like? Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I, I believe I can safely say both of us are asking the Lord, what is it that you have for us in 2023? And I think that all of us, and I'm not talking about, what are those things people do every year? Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about. The, when they make a New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I'm not talking about resolutions. Yeah. I'm talking about direction. Yes. I'm talking about saying, Lord, what direction should I go individually should I go in our marriage? Should we go in our marriage? Should we go in our family? Should we go in our church, yeah. in ministry, in, in all facets? What is the vision he asked for us for this yeah. year? Yeah, the vision, the direction, the goal. Yeah. You know, and um, the Lord made us. He knows that we're goal-oriented people because the person that has no goal, um, you have nothing to strive for. There, there's no direction. There's no... Um, indication that there's growth you know or that you're going a certain direction if i have a goal of of going 10 miles that way well each mile is, is a milestone into that direction you know and um and i think these are things that all of us as believers should do and, and i think that's why we're talking about it today is is that it's to simply say what is your goal through christ not your goal that you want to do but the goal that the Lord has for you and, and seriously ask God, what is it? Is, is it decision, a decision I got to make or decisions I got to make? Is it somebody I need to get closer to? Is there people that I need to loosen off of me that have held me back? You know, it, 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 it could go any way, you know, it's, it's just sometimes the Lord is going to add fruit. Sometimes he's saying you need to prune. You know, and, and I think that's important to do is um, 
Because without that, you lose direction. I mean, the people that, that um, Moses, when he led the people out of Egypt, they wandered for 40 years. Yeah. To get somewhere that would have only taken 40 days. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, you know, they wandered, but with a lot of complaining and murmuring and just, you know, constantly, it was constantly whining and just constantly, um, constantly, uh, questioning and and wanting to go back yeah. you know and you know when we when we're setting these goals you know what are we what are we doing to, to accomplish them yeah you know are we going to do something to accomplish it you know i i was telling david you know the other day because you know i got off of these of off of the devotionals when was it really truly realistic I don't about remember Guys, it was it was months ago, months, you know, and I think I think at the beginning I had set a goal that I was going to do something very specific. But in the middle of that goal, I almost found myself getting comfortable because, you know, I almost feel like the Lord kind of said, you know, what are you doing? Like, did you come off of here to to seek me, to get closer to me? Did you, you know, you said you were, you were doing something for a purpose, but you're getting comfortable. And I almost felt like that was like, I was getting kind of, you know, like the Lord was giving me a spanking, like he was a spiritual spanking, you know, cause I wasn't doing it. I was mm -hmm. kind of getting, in a way spiritual lazy you know when you kind of get that spiritual laziness and you're just like because i wasn't i was getting comfortable i was getting guys you you do you get comfortable sometimes and and then i started to feel like all right here what am i gonna do lord i i need to get that hunger i need to get and I would sit there and I'd, I'd, I'd watch, I'd start watching things and I started to want more and more. And then I'd, I'd watch David, I'd watch David listening to certain things. And then I'd open up my ears. He didn't realize, but I'm sitting there opening up my ears and, and start asking questions. And then I'd start reading certain things. And then I, I just wanted more. I started to get hungry. And then one day I just sat there with him and I started watching him do stuff. And then I don't know, something happened and, you know, and I just, I don't know. I just started desiring even before that, I just started desiring more and more and wanting just more of him and my worship, these walls went down and I, it just, my worship changed. Everything began to change. I just, things started to come back into remembrance and a lot of things started to change. And I started to set goals, you know, and I, it just like my life here at home just started to change a little bit. And then a hunger, I started to get this hunger. And now there's this hunger inside of me. And I just, you know, I told him, I just feel like there's this, this thirst and hunger for even more and more of him. And I think that's where I'm at now. But it, it, it's just because of setting these small goals, you know, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the new year. I really am. I really am. You know, like, like a lot of things I listen to, guys, is like, 
almost educational stuff. Yeah. I don't really watch sermons. Uh, number one is, I mean, there's great preachers out there, but if, if I listen to too many sermons, I, I think it'll, it'll accidentally start. It'll sway you a different way. Or it'll start, I'll start preaching something they preached yeah. and realize, wait a second, you know, because it just, I just heard it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I want to keep the sermons um, fresh, you know, fresh, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I compare it to this, right? Imagine somebody is a baker, right? Me. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, so I'm going to, I don't want to watch other people bake if I'm a baker. I'm the type of person that says, where's flour made from? Like, I'll go, like, I, I want to go deeper. I want to go past that stuff. So. I don't want to just watch a baker. I want to know where they got their ingredients from. Yeah. And that's kind of how I am with sermons. I don't listen to sermons. I, I want to know the root stuff. I, I want to know the deep stuff. So a lot of times I'll be watching stuff on my phone because I feel like I'm going to bore the heck out of, you know, you or whoever. And like you said, but you're listening. <laughs> you're Constantly, probably, guys. That's, is that all I do? That's all he does. And guess who's, yours, guess who's with him all the time? Yeah. Me? Because she'll be like, I imagine, she's like, what? what is this guy listening to? Because I've been like... A some, lot of history. A lot of A just, lot of history stuff. A lot. Or even just old language. Yeah. Or, um, or Hebrew or Greek or I'm customs. Just, and, I'm just taking it all in. And then I start getting curious and I start asking questions. And he start, we start com conversing about it. And then we go back and forth because it's interesting, yeah. you know, even to the point now where, you know, even this morning, this morning, he's probably coming in and he's probably like, what the heck is she listening to? And I was listening to a whole bunch of demographics and stuff like this. And oh, this morning. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like even finding this some certain things on, you know, on, you know, depopulating and this and that. And um, because we're right now guys we're like really really studying right now and and we're deep in studying um the word right now together and i've really gotten into studying about the women the women of the bible specifically in the lineage of jesus right now me myself especially and man it's just gotten deep for me right now and, yeah. So the yeah. other day, the other day I was in the garage. I forgot what I was looking for. I had Benjamin with me. I'm like, hey, help me look. Oh, because it was a book. It was one of my um, college textbooks that I couldn't find on my bookshelf. And it's bugging me because I've always, for all these years, have kept all my textbooks together. Everything, every course I've ever taken at COU, I kept together on a bookshelf and I couldn't find a specific book. And um, we have totes upon totes in the garage. So, and you know, a tote full of books is heavy, right? So I remember Benjamin was here. I'm like, hey, uh, go to the garage with me, man. Can you help me find a book? Long story short, I didn't find the book, but I found my ESV Bible. I had a leather-bound ESV Bible. It's probably been there for two years, maybe longer. Uh, never been marked, nothing. It was brand spanking new. And I was just like, because I'm always looking for something different. I have read the New King James so many times. I read the NIV once. I read the NLT once. Um, uh, the King James original probably three times. I read the King James and the NIV. Yeah. So when I saw the Bible, because it was amongst, it wasn't 
guys, I would never throw just a Bible around. It was a whole bunch of Christian books, and there was other Bibles in there with it. There was that big King James Bible in mm -hmm. there, and but there was a there was the ESV, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, boom, hey, I want to read that beginning to end because I had heard that the ESV was more literal word for word and more accurate than even the New King James. So mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna find out for myself. So I brought it in. You know, and I think I told you, I'm like, hey, I found my ESV Bible. And then maybe a week later, I think you saw me at the table and I, I was at Genesis 1-1. Yeah, you know, and I was just reading. He was on Genesis 1-1. And I was probably in chapter 3 and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm going to read the whole Bible, <laughs> you know. And um, I'm like, sweet. So I sit down. <laughs> so she grabbed her Bible but she didn't have an ESV and we were there for like three hours and then we were hungry and I'm like, well, let's go grab some coffee or something to eat. And then I said, Why don't, do you want to go get you an ESV? Because they were like 16 bucks mm -hmm. right here at Barnes and Noble. And you're like, yeah. I said, that way you can, you, you're following along what I'm reading and we'll do this together. And so I got all excited guys. And so I went online so and I, yeah. I went back to Genesis 1-1 with you. Yeah, we went back to it. And then I went online and then I ended up getting a, a timeline. I ended up, you know, printing out this timeline for us. It was super duper small. And we ended up getting some little, uh, what was it? Those little magnifying glasses. Yeah. Well, they saw, I showed them the one. Yeah. And so I, I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and, and just start, you know, um, just digging deep. And so it's funny because every time I said a name, so-and-so had a son, we'd write it down. And then and where she's like, why are we writing it down? There's got to be somebody that has a timeline. So every name we tied in, every city or region, we look mm -hmm. on the maps. Um, and I told her, I said, this is how I used to study in prison. I said, yeah. you're, you're going to now know how I studied in prison. So here we yeah. go, breaking out the color pencils. And, I, and I'm watching him go back and forth. And I'm like, I'm like, man. So I go and I cut up little papers, get the tape, you know, and I, and I start coating my pencils and everything. And then I go to the front. And, and so, yeah. and he's like, hey, that's pretty cool. So I code his too and I start taping them up and everything and I'm like you know so we're helping each other out here and I'm like yeah, all right what she's talking about guys is in in prison I would get color pencils because pens bleed through on bible pages because mm -hmm. you know they're so thin so I learned that color pencils um you I, I chose different colors I'm like okay this color is about Jesus this color is about the Holy Spirit this color is about Satan this color is, and so I use the same colors for different for the same subject Mm -hmm. So that way later on when your whole Bible is full, you know kind of what is what, you know. And um, and I was sharing with her, but I on the front page I would write a chart. I'd be like, okay, purple. I wrote a purple square and I wrote this is about Messiah or Jesus. Mm -hmm. and what's, So I would forget what the colors were for. Yeah. So I kept jumping back to the front of the page and then Sharon's like, why don't you cut papers out and mark the pencil themselves? I'm like, why didn't I think of that 14 years ago? <laughs> so I was, come on, I did administrative all my life, so yeah. I was like, yeah, you got to make your life easier. So we guys, it's we went through awesome. Genesis already. Yeah, it took us. Uh, it was crazy because we'd see. Um, I remember one morning, uh, Ben walked out at nine o'clock in the morning, and then he came back really, really late, almost at 11:30. 
And um, he comes back and he's like, you guys are still here? And it was really, really late. And then he comes back down at almost one o'clock in the morning and he's like, you guys are still awake? Yeah, guys, you know, we've had several of those days um, where, you know, we're just starting really early and then we're just gonna we just continue all day most funny is the next day he showed up with the esv yeah he he wanted an esv and um and then uh i think uh one of the sisters one day she's like oh man that's really cool and i said well if you ever open you're welcome to join us and she joined us one day and she didn't leave until almost midnight yeah you know and but that's the thing, you know, this is something that has been uh, very special to David and I. And I just, you know, I told her, if you just happen to be by, just be ready to jump on in because, you know, we ain't stopping. We're just going to go. And if you want to jump on in, just jump on in. We're just going to keep going. You just got to be willing to jump in wherever we're at and let's go. Let's just do it. But you it know? was nice because she had never studied that way and she mm -hmm. was able to see the system that we were studying in. And that's the whole point is because she goes, I want to study like this too. Yeah. You know, and, and we realize the need for, for a lot of the church family. Um, maybe they don't know how to study. They yeah. just open a chapter and read it, but you don't even know the context, who wrote it, what wrote it or nothing. And so you kind of read and you get something from it. But, and to bounce off of one but it, another. But it could be so much deeper. Yeah. You know, but yeah, guys, we just um, we just wanted to talk with you guys. It's, you know? it's awesome. I think it's um, it's the digging deeper and it's going further, yeah. further into um, the word. You know, it's it's beautiful because when I when I was singing the song the other day, I think it was last Wednesday. Um, this is the, the air I breathe. Your very word living. Yeah. And yeah. That was for Bible study. Yeah. You know. It's before it's like when I would sing that mm -hmm. it, it of course the song has always had meaning but it, it just seems like it was so much more like it meant so much more mm -hmm. because it's like when you the word you know when the word is just so living yeah you know when the word is living in you it just it ha it carries so much more weight mm -hmm. in your heart you know, and, and that's what that's what happens, you yeah. know, and it should and it should, you know, and I think sometimes when we become so busy in life, when we become so busy with things, um, we sometimes, you know, grab the word and we skim through things. We just read a, a verse and we don't really allow it to, you know, we don't sit there and we just don't read it and allow it to really penetrate in our heart and sit there and, and meditate on it and just be like, Lord, you know. Let it speak to our hearts and just really ponder it and, and think about what it is that Jesus went through or think about, you know, Lord, yeah. this is the splendor of, of, of you, of, of what it is that you created and, and everything of what Jesus was, was called to do, you know? And it's like, you don't stop and think because we're always such in a rush yeah. We think that by reading something so quickly for like five minutes, 10 minutes, and then go into a prayer and then, okay, let's get started with our day. It's not enough. It's not sufficient enough. Not for the way things are in this world today. 
I think just being in, in our word for the, the way that we've been, it just makes me realize the urgency, the urgency of things, yeah. you know? No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. We got to take the time. We got to take the time, guys, to to study his word, to read, to to meditate on the things of God. And and because ultimately we can't say, oh, I don't have time for that because you wouldn't have woke up if it wasn't for God. Yeah. You wouldn't have had the energy, the strength or even the breath to do all the other things that make you busy if it wasn't for the Lord. You know, right now I just took a breath and and it's only because God gave it to me. You know, so um, but yeah, guys, with that, God bless you. Have a great day. Have a great week. And um, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. 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 It's really good to see everybody. I've yeah. missed you all very, very much. Amen. And I hope to see you guys again. Maybe all right, guys. Soon. Bye, guys. Bye. God bless you.